Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film Podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time. So we discuss we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me in the booth, as always, is Al, Brad, and Jules. How are you guys? Good. Good. Bon Jovi. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. I, I, I've become the host at your house, Sloane. Yeah, that's all right. I don't mind. Yeah, I do. Anyway, um, <laughs> so today, Brad, it was your your turn to take us yeah. in the booth, yeah. back in time, back to a great year, 1984. Oh, yeah. Jules. Yeah, mate, we're all about 1984. We are. Um, and we we're watching the action comedy Ghostbusters. But before, uh, we, before, we, get to, before we travel back in time, don't hit the, the booth, booth yet. Oh, I'll stop dialing. Don't hit the booth yet. Um, you you asked you, you your asked call a question cannot be connected. last episode about um, yeah I put a call out look last episode we did uh, Tomb Raider the 2018 Tomb Raider and the four blokes sitting in this room have no concept of games Zero. past what? Luigi's Mansion <laughs> no. some of us right, didn't yeah. get that far <laughs> uh, so so we we put a call out to our friends over at Shaken Not Nerd who are gaming nerds fucking losers uh, we say what's the deal what's the deal and we got we got a bit of feedback from some of the fellas. Um, they said we were bang on, so that's good. Right. Uh, Lara Croft in the games and in the film seems to show the evolution of the video game industry. She was once a sexualized masculine fem- female character. She's now a feminine badass. Mm. Uh, there are obviously still remnants of the old Lara, but this is a very positive direction. Uh, Tom unfortunately hasn't hasn't been heavily invested in the games but enough to see this from a high-level view, he said. Uh, and Duty's feedback was largely uh, angry at me for not liking Warcraft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. So thanks, fellas. Thanks for, thanks for clearing that up for us. Yeah. Uh, I feel much more educated on the <laughs> gaming world now. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Well, Jules, hit the booth. Let's get back to 1984. Great year. <laughs> This is way more fun without the actual sounds. <laughs> 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 oh, 1984. Jesus. Jeez, so world, quiet without Tim. The world <laughs> 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 well, nah, because oh, when what month was this film released? I don't know. Ooh. Well, we might find Basically, out. Basically, my we, whole life is about to come crashing down around. <laughs> <laughs> we might find out when it re- was released in a very important segment. It is <gasps> history with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History, history with Brad. Brad. <laughs> oh, that was oh. weird. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of breath. Hey, I'm, I'm just typing Ghostbusters into my phone. Oh. I have a feeling it was November 16th. Yeah, so oh. I was already around. Or, I mean, like, I'm December 28th, so December I December 16th. Something's Ooh, ringing a bell. So this was the the shining light of 1984 for me. <laughs> November fifteenth, nineteen eighty four. So savage. It was like, look, Al, you've had a hard few months. Yep. Here's Ghostbusters. Here's Ghostbusters. <laughs> we know you're too young to probably enjoy it, but here it is. Yeah. So yeah, November fifteenth, eighty four. Nice. By All the right. way, even though you hate bro- you hate your brother now. You're going to grow up and he's going to be a really big influence on you later in life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're anything like my brother, you'll probably come mooching for something, you know? Something. 
Good segment, Brad. Yeah. Can we move on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no worries. Uh, all right, 84. Um, well, obviously, you know, two of the members were born. Um, how long do you reckon this went for? Uh, well, 109 went... minutes. No, nah, it was more close. than that. No, it was less than that. I'm going to go with like 102. More than that. Ooh. 105. 105. 105. 105. Or hour 45. So, so which one? Uh, I think it was 105. All right. Um, <laughs> aspect ratio of 2.2 to 1. Sure. First time that I found that this has actually been called the same thing in Quebec as it was called in France. Wow. So it was called uh, SOS uh, Phantoms. Oh. Um, in uh, most of the Latin American countries, it was called uh, Los Casa Fantasmas. <laughs> and and my favourite is the German translation, which was uh, hang on, Die Geisterjäger. Die Geisterjäger. Yeah, Ooh, I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. Um, I was going to hang shit on our, um, <laughs> our our usual mates, but there was way too many numbers in there. <laughs> um, all right, what happened in eighty four? Uh, Indira Gandhi was assassinated. The AIDS virus was uh, identified. And the um, USSR boycotted the LA Olympics. And all I could think of was that Krusty Burger episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. But the thing that really popped into, uh, into the history, um, or the part of this thing that I really found interesting, was there was an absolute shit ton of awesome films that came out in 84. Oh. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, uh, Gremlins, Star Trek Three. Beverly Hills Cop, Karate Kid, Police Academy, yeah, Ooh. Romancing the Stone, Terminator. <coughs> nice. Just nice. to name a few, there was more, but I thought that would probably what do What a it. year. Yeah. So anything that happened or born in 1984 <laughs> was simply, <laughs> amazing. simply badass. It was, literally, like amazing. it was literally like the turn of the, turn of the century. I it's almost like the turn of humanity. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Are we Bill <laughs> and Ted? <laughs> oh, I like it. Do we just we, become best friends? Do we just become best friends? <laughs> we um, should make a triumphant video. Anyway. <laughs> and because of my excitement of the films, I completely forgot to find out who won the Oscar and actor awards for 84. What okay. Well, 83 probably was nowhere near in terms of movie quality, so mm. that's okay. Don't know. <laughs> we'll just move on from that. Moving on. That's it. Yeah, awesome. Short and sweet. Wow. Well, nice let's get one. into it. So, so as briefly discussed at the back end of the last episode, we all love this, right? Well, Who, do, have we ever like met anyone that. that doesn't love this film? Or are we about to find out? Hmm. Like, I've got some... Why are we all looking at Jules? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Like, you know what, as a child, uh, you know, I loved this movie, you know, like I was all over this movie. I think as an adult watching it again, I was a little less... Take it or leave it? ...excited for it, you know? Really? Like, yeah. This is my... I watch this movie minimum five times a year. This is like Mi- one minimum, maybe, and I'm, that's on a very rare year where I'm busy. What was that other uh, movie? Would probably that you be watch? five or six. There was another movie that you said that you watch all yeah. the time. I can't remember which Top one. Top Gun. Was. was it Top Gun? I watch Top Gun a fair bit too. So Whenever it's no, Top Gun's one wherever it's on telly. So if, it was, like, yep. if basically so if it wasn't for this was, podcast, was you just watch two too. movies. So the here. scene in, in uh, Hot Fuzz where he's like, "Would you watch Point Break or Bad Boys 2? Yeah, Ghost Brad Ghost is Ghostbusters Top Gun. Or Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, tough choice. Yeah, <laughs> two the years choice apart. Is, yeah, which, which <laughs> one? Like, which one first? It was like two issue. years in the eighties. Is all you mm. care about? <laughs> is this a sick day film for you, Brad, or is it just something that you you'll be like, any day, any time, whatever? Where does Frenchie sit with it? Ah, I look, I. 
I don't think she likes it as much as me, but so she'll probably watch it two out of the <laughs> seventy-five <laughs> times that I watch it a year. When's um, the last time? Like, when's the last time everyone watched this? For me, it would be ten years plus. I reckon. Oh no, no I did the no. I did the double late last year. So I did ah. before I did the new one. So I did technically the triple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we want to call it that. I nearly, I nearly finished this one the other night and started it again. Really? I was, yeah, I was just like, wow, it's good. I'd watched it recently, and that's what triggered my mind to actually choose it. Yeah, and okay. Then I got to, and then I got to watch it again, which is great. Far out. So that would be probably four times this year already. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And never. Yes. It, it just for me, it just never gets old. Yeah. It's just. So you're on an every two month pace at this. Pretty stage. much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And yeah. to the point where, like, my son's only like 19 months old, and I've got a Hot Wheels Ecto One. Yeah, me too. And I'm nice. saving it still in the package for the first time that he watches it. And then it's just going to be like, here you go, son. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just waiting. And, and Frenchie's just like, he doesn't like it. <laughs> well, my, uh, my two-year-old. Tough shit. My two-year-old. <laughs> He's going to cough. My two-year-old already plays with, with mine. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, but it does get to the point where so Frenchie just keeps going, does what he... the fuck are you doing with this Hot Wheels? <laughs> it's been removed from the packaging. Mine has. Oh. Mine hasn't. Mine's still in the packet. play with a man. Mine's still in the packet. I'm waiting. And also, I've got um, the DeLorean and oh, nice. something else You've saved got, up oh, for that's the that's Ford. From Back to the Future, isn't it? Yeah, it the, is, other yeah, the Ford yeah, from yeah. Karate Kid. <laughs> is that from Fast and Furious? No. Yeah. Just, if you don't know that, that joke that Timmy and I are making right now, my nephew, um, he was telling me a story about. I can't even remember what the story was, but he said, oh, and it's got the DeLorean from Fast and the Furious. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second there, buddy. Did you beat the shit Did out you? of him? <laughs> oh, I, I, I slandered him a lot on Facebook for it, I think. Yeah. Oh, that, okay, okay that's, that's and I saw yeah. that and I'm going, yeah. I, I have no idea what's going on here. I knew yeah. straight away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, he's yeah. found himself in another one of these. All right. So what okay. I want to know is, what makes this film... Yeah. Awesome. What, what's you, what's the key? What's the recipe? What have they so done to, to me that other com- films have tried and failed, whereas this is just hit it on the head? I think to me the comedy works really well. It does. I think mm. it's a little bit of lightning in a bottle. For I don't know what that means. Well, it's just like this. Like you've captured something that doesn't strike twice. Yeah, it's this oh, this really? time and place. Like so, it was Ivan Reitman directed, uh, who had already done a slew. He's a, of, genius. He's a genius. genius. Ivan Reitman yeah. is a genius. That's a niche show. It's a very niche oh, Australian okay. joke. Yep, there. yep. They uh, they obviously don't get it. Um. Yeah. So I, just, I get it. <laughs> so he'd done a slew of huge stuff before this. And went on to do a heap of stuff after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis wrote it mm-hmm. mm. and had been writing it for a really long time. Like this was sort of a passion project for them. Uh, someone else was going to be Venkman. Oh, oh it was John Belushi. Yes, yes. John Belushi oh. was going to be Venkman. Yep. That seems weird to me. He, uh, he was, like was kind of written for... It's not really his type of... Is it? Well, yeah, I, think I, I, could, like I the, could definitely see him. I could see him yeah. as a Venkman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is... If you're going to have to replace him, then obviously Bill Murray was yeah. the guy. Yeah. Um, would have been good to see those two together. But unfortunately, John was a bit busy. Yeah. Yeah. Being dead. <laughs> Being dead. Um, <laughs> well, there's there's a thing I read somewhere that Slimer, the green yeah. ghost, he's supposed to be the ghost of John Belushi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about that later. Okay, right. cool. I'll right. get into it, yeah. That's, um, I haven't heard that before, but okay. You might cool. have to wait till my... my Oh, Tim's favourite segment for that. Withdrawing comment. Can we get to it now? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so it's just all these things sort of, these ducks sort of all aligned mm. and this film is spectacular. Like Right time as well. Yeah, I really love how there's no, there's no real explanation for how anything works. Yeah, I agree with that actually. Yeah. I like they the don't things, bog but, down. But does in, there need to be? Well, no, there doesn't. And they totally but, no, the way they've done yeah. it is that that's just like you just believe it because they're very high functioning scientists and they've developed this thing, and that's enough for you to believe of what they've done works. Yeah, you yeah. just yeah. you just go along with it. It's like the Batman Begins thing, where just the whole thing is like where he says, "How did we do all this? You're one of the richest men in the world, yeah. and you have all these military contracts. Like, cool, oh, okay. done, fair cool. enough. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. roll on, tick. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's what I loved about it. Is it is it. It's they don't go out of your way to make you feel dumb. It's that they they just kind of prove very early on. Hey, we're the smart guys here. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, come along for this ride. You know, like within uh, you know a few moments, they're like, oh, full full vaporized apparitions, and he's like, yeah, look, yeah. See, look, I understand what you're saying basically, but I don't understand the exactly. The it's so good it. because mm. all the dialogue mm. is set up. It's all like jargon. It's all yeah. technical jargon yeah, that and you, Ray and Egon are spouting. Yeah. And we, we're we watching it with and through Pete Venkman. Yes. Right? He doesn't know all this stuff. He's got his psychology. He uh, should know it, but he doesn't. He should, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But we're watching it through him. So every time Ray comes out with like, oh, you know, he's just, oh, I love it. He's so excited. He's so passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, he's a child. Yeah. And you can kind of t- like... It's it's so, it's so nice. Childlike, it's yeah. all these really subtle character developments, like the way they're all dressed, kind of gives you a really immediate indication of their character. Like mm. as soon as you see Egon, he's like three piece <coughs> suit, super sharp. Like he's you know Great straight day. down the line. Yeah. Ray looks kind of dorky. He's got his like polo shirt tucked into his white pants, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and Venkman's just like sort of a bit slack and lazy. And do you know what I mean? Like, but you know, obviously talented. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So it just like it it signals very early on who these characters are. Like this is good writing. This is good character development. Also, mm. the way that they're like as soon as we see them and they see the first ghost and they're talking all the jargon, <laughs> obviously means like it, it shows that they've this is not the first time they've done this. They're not new to it. They've been studying this for a long time and a while, mm. so they've got all the words for it. They understand what's going on. Yeah, and it's yeah. But you can also tell it's something that they've just been doing themselves. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like hey, it's like basically what we do. <laughs> it's just something we're doing, and yeah. no one else really cares. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's oh, I love it. It's straight away, like it's straight into it. Like that whole opening sequence with uh, Ray Finkel's mum. I was about to say, is that yeah. Ray yeah. Lace is out. <laughs> Dan Marino can dive gonorrhea and rotten hair. <laughs> but that's all quite serious. There's no, there's no comedy in that bit. Mm. It doesn't hit until. I don't know, just sort of just after the opening title sequence, really. Well, when you then go, yeah, when you then go into the psychology testing. Into the Penguin's oh, office. God. Into the Marvin Munro. Yeah. And straight away, yeah. that's funny. Like, all of that's really obvious and funny. And it's these tiny things I loved, like uh, the guy's getting zapped and the, the, the chewing gum <laughs> falls out of his mouth when he gets zapped. <laughs> But it's the way he picks it up and puts it back in <laughs> and keeps chewing. Like, you know he's going to get shocked again yeah. because he's like, oh, I'm going to keep chewing this gum. You know, it's those tiny little things. Oh, so good. Was this a SNL skit? No. No, it wasn't. I don't oh, think no, because so. we would have covered it in our mm. SNL. In our, what, what, what did Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Oh, was it Blues Brothers? Wayne's World first. Was it? Oh, I can't remember what yeah. happened yesterday. We did Wayne's World first. Did we? 
but Blues Brothers was, anyway <laughs> sure <laughs> this didn't come up in the list of SNL things that have been turned to movies so considering everyone on it was yeah no I'm pretty SNL. sure this was just a, a Harold Ramis Dan Aykroyd like passion project and this kicked mm. off a huge career for those guys as far as yeah. writing movies yeah so there was Stripes um, well Stripes was before this Stripes was before this yes. but Harold, Harold Ramis wrote that mm-hmm. maybe and that was the Bill Murray, Bill Murray. connection yep um, Spies Like Us with Chevy yeah. Chase and so it was interesting that I thought it, maybe at the time that they tried to get Chevy into this as well. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know because he would have been he would have good he would have been, been, been the a, EPA guy, I reckon. The yeah. the Walter Peck, Walter Peck. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, Peck character. <laughs> yeah, <Amazing. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he probably would have wanted a more of a classic uh, Chevy Chase role. Mm. He's but so slimy, again, he, that guy. You, like he's you the can't bad have guy. Two die yeah, 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 yeah. He's true. a news he's reporter. The reporter. Guy. He's yeah. like he plays slime ball. To a T. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Um, Hang on, with no, a vengeance? No, no, in the first one. Oh, in the second one. Is he in the second one? I think he, he makes he an is. appearance he's in the on second the, one. He's on the plane with, That's right. with the wife. Yeah, no, he's in it a yeah. fair bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the... He's That's the, right, he's in the plane. He's the, the reporter that goes to the house and talks to the kids. Yeah. Um, I'm like, trying to get the story. Where yeah, yeah, I knew in, him in from. In Die Hard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Die Hard, so yeah. not in Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, mayor of New York is the Sopranos lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yep. Um, which is funny because he's basically just a shifty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie, I don't know. I, I think this is, it's ultra timeless. Uh, I'm, like, yeah. I know young kids that absolutely love it. I know mm. like my dad loves this film, which doesn't surprise me. Um, he loves all that type of stuff. Um, mm. like my mum probably gets a bit of a giggle out of it. Which is pretty rare. My wife isn't a fan, but that's okay. What? I know. It's fine. <laughs> really? Uh, I was at the Astor. <laughs> oh, We're change. all looking at you with just <laughs> like, our jaws that's have all okay. hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, I was okay. at the Astor uh, probably a month or so ago, and I was leaving, and the next screening was Ghostbusters. Don't ask me why I didn't just turn around and go straight back in, but there were these two little, little kids coming up in full gear, like full overalls and, and homemade nice. cereal box proton packs. And oh, uh, I was like, yes. Oh, it's so good. Didn't you, didn't you say you, you were going to give them your card and go, yeah. I, did, I, I spoke Do you to want the an mum. upgrade on your I proton spoke to the mum and I'm like, look, I would be happy to make these kids stuff. And yeah, she didn't get back <laughs> to like, yeah, no, She thought I was a weird guy. Thanks, random <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, random guy trying to make my kids stuff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's called sinister. Um, yeah, so they're scientists for the local university, aren't they? Yeah. And then they break off, they get, they get fired, fired yeah. or retrenched or whatever you want to call it, and decide to... No, it's a flat-out firing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, their funding's cut, basically. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, and yeah, so they start up this as a response to that, basically. Using... Um, raise mortgage raise, uh, Oh, yeah, and, third see, mortgage. And but see, that, that's the... It's amazing. Like when you actually break it down and think about it, the the outlay, like the capital needed to, they bought this. Ha- they bought the firehouse, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought the car and did all that work to it. Like, kind of needed a bit of work. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, was that accurate? <laughs> oh, I mean, we don't know. Question. We didn't. We never he actually did, saw he, under there. Did you mention anything that's well, a bit off? There's there's one where he goes, oh, it needs some suspension work. And, and then, shocks. And shocks. Yeah, he says, like, he says the same thing. It's kind of the same, same area twice, two different yeah. words. Yeah. But you know what? No. Way care. more accurate yeah. than Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Totally. Well, we also don't, we don't <laughs> see totally. under the engine. 
They don't yeah. lift it up and go, oh, look, it's oh, got this. Look, it's got a spoon engine in there. <laughs> <laughs> you beauty. <laughs> I want to so, take you to a car meet one day just so you can walk around and look at people's engines and go, is that a spoon? Is that a spoon? <laughs> I can, a spoon? Yeah, I can talk the talk. <laughs> I, um, I know about cars. <laughs> I saw one the other day. It was a mem and a guy had written on his uh, rocker covers just said, some fucking muscle. And I went, uh. <laughs> you know what I like about schoolgirls? Apparently the prices of those Cadillac hearses Went through the roof after this movie as well oh, yeah. So yeah. they used to be everyone No one wanted them And then literally As soon as this movie came out Everybody wanted them And what yeah. Does anyone know what that Annoying ass siren is? It's great like, is what it is so Like where's it from? Is that like an old <laughs> Is that is that a, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, don't know. I think that, it's I think it's actually just supposed to be like a normal siren that's just not working it's properly. Just yeah, they probably yeah. tweaked it a bit. I yeah. did I did find out the uh, the it's a Chevy, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a Cadillac. Uh, Cadillac. It's Cadillac. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Cadillac would make a standard chassis, mm-hmm. and then but that would go on to lots of different cars. So there weren't that many. There's a particular name for this model yeah, of, it's of a, Cadillac. I was actually talking about it with the guys at work the other day because for some reason there was a hearse that went past and this guy's like, oh, the, I think it was called like a, a, the, a coach building company that did the hearses was like really, really famous worldwide. Right. And mm. so people would buy them. I think it was called Bell or okay. or Bella or something like that. But it was, yeah, it's they were a huge company. And they were yeah, because of this like uh, changeable chassis, that Cadillac made, there weren't many of them done because they would they would make a couple of these and then they'd use the same chassis and then build a whole different model mm. into other stuff. Mm-hmm. The, I reckon this is one of my favourite movie cars. Oh, absolutely! One. Like, absolutely. I don't know what it is about, but th- this car, like I've got I've got a model kit of this car of mm-hmm. the the second one that I like all. Busted up and weathered up, and I saw that. Is that the oh, one you got with like the, f- the looks like it's been stolen and dumped? yeah, like yeah, I took the wheels off yeah, it, yeah. And yeah, yeah. put it on cinder blocks, but put I, photos up, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll post some photos. Yeah, I, I got the Lego one. Yeah, you got Lego. Yeah, nice. Like I love this car. It's it's something about it. Something about the sound it makes <laughs> and just the like the bravado of it mm. as a you know like I don't know. It's, it's almost it's a very Blues Brothers esque where it's almost its own character. Yeah, well, it is a tone character. Totally, yeah. Yeah. totally. Because it's 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 such a piece of crap. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, and that's well, what makes it, it so brilliant. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Say, like you say with the Blues Brothers car, like it's yeah. this hunk of shit car. Yeah. What's but um? This, what's all the stuff that's on top? All the cylinders and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you think there's any reason? Because all this stuff's on their backs. So mm, great so I, props. I love. Yeah, I love. <laughs> but yeah, but it, like thinking if it was real. But I, but see, this is where it works with the world of Ray, and you can imagine Ray and Egon sitting there going, "We're gonna need this." All right, we're building a car. What things could we need on the car? Like, mm. and there could be a whole myriad of, of you know, because think about they, anything. They like, they've got their proton packs. They catch the ghost, put it into the trap. Connect the trap to their storage facility back at headquarters, and that's it. So oh. they could just be getting around in a Corolla. Correct. Or something. You, yeah. do, you wouldn't <laughs> you know, even need a. No, how about this, right? So they're using a lot of power, right? That's their main thing. Is using lots and lots of power. So they're using these proton packs. They're like, what does he say? It's an unlicensed nuclear reactor on, a, on <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So everything about these guys is power. A nuclear accelerator. accelerator. Thank you. Um, so maybe, you know, after they catch the creature in the trap, so maybe the trap, cause there's a cable coming off the trap. Maybe the trap, we don't see it, but connects into their proton pack. But when they're traveling, nah, it's a foot pedal. 
sorry. Mm. Maybe it needs maybe it needs charge, and they've got to plug it into the roof. They've got a giant one on the roof. Too. Maybe it's maybe yeah, it's just know. NOS that's on the roof. It's NOS. <laughs> Three <laughs> tanks of NOS. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I mean, maybe that there's because I was thinking, oh well, maybe it could be something huge. But then you've got you know, you, you got mm. um, what's his name, uh, the 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 stay. The, the marshmallow man, the stay puff, stay puff, stay puff, <laughs> thank you. Um, stay puff marshmallow man. So you think, oh, well, okay, well they're not backing up the car and hooking up to it to get that. Maybe, uh, maybe it was like, maybe it was something that was cut from the film, but they intended to have because you know how. Oh they, look, they I just think it's. I just think there was just like it was just part of the, the design team who was yeah. designing the car. Just yeah, like we gotta the... make this look cool, put things on it. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all greebles and widgets. Yeah, you know, and, like, I'm, I'm making it out of nothing, but you yeah. know, really nice world building. So, so rather than thinking of it as like, because I look at the the you know, Ecto One, the I, I see it more of it as, as an ambulance, but maybe it's supposed to be more like. Oh, it is an ambulance. Actually, it is. It is. Yeah, it could be was if they hook it up, and they're like it's it's like the the packs don't work, and so they do like what they do in Twister and just keep the car. <laughs> driving towards the ghost and then all jump out and then the car goes into the... <laughs> maybe you and yeah, your, yeah, it's like think you of maybe, twister Great maybe man. they've got a uh, you know like a if you're uh, lucky I'll request it huh, maybe they've got like they can shoot a stream out from the top of the car maybe that was something they were going to incorporate in a movie they, that way could yeah. drive like a fire engine has a hose at the top yeah maybe they were going to do something like that maybe, maybe. I don't know yeah right. maybe that was going to be Ghostbusters 3 ooh I guess um, we'll never know, right? The mm. the remake is a. We can talk about the remake later, but the remake is a hearse. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. I liked. I I noticed this time, like for the first time, that Stay Puff hmm? marshmallows are littered throughout the film. Well, yeah. when I say littered, I saw them twice. Ah. <laughs> uh, there, there's a big. Two more times than I've ever noticed. There's a <laughs> yeah, massive so. bag. Like I've never seen a bag of marshmallows that size. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> next to the eggs that are frying on the bench. I'm like, for Dana's at home by herself, like, that's a lot of marshmallows. Like, I'm not one to judge, but whew, I'm, impr- I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> like, uh, and there's also a billboard for Stay Puft Marshmallows on the building next to the firehouse. Ah. And I was like, oh, it's sort of making well, it sense. it makes sense because, yeah, because yeah, if he's going to see a billboard, of course exactly. he's going to see it every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was brilliant. Like, this tiny little piece of world building. Ooh, yeah, it. it's pretty nice. good. Good stuff. I, I I was like, I couldn't help but think, I don't know if it was an era thing, like, like you know, maybe with that time, but I was like, man, this movie has to be funded by cigarette companies because there are so many people smoking in this movie. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't know. It, it was yeah. not Smoking was like... Do you reckon it's in, like, just, you know, something to do with the time, you yeah, know, I different times or... Because there was a lot of cinema. I reckon that's a huge part of it. I mean, have you smoking seen, cinema was like the cool thing to do. Have I you suppose. seen Thank You for Smoking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that pretty much sums yeah, it up. Right. So. <laughs> Answered. Tick. Because mm. yeah. like if, if, you're, if you're making a movie and you've got people throwing money at you to get characters to smoke, you'll, you know. Yeah. yeah and they, and the thing is, as the guys they say in uh, Thank You for Smoking, they all smoke anyway. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. so, it's cool. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, it was cool. Um, all right, Rick Moranis. I oh, love him. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good in this film. Like, <laughs> uh, just a shining light. It was great. It's, it's one of those things, and like, he was perfect. He was so good, yeah. and he's just it's that it's that level of awkwardness <laughs> that is just so endearing. 
I love him. Like it was because he's totally harmless. He's so harmless. He's so harmless. And I love watching Sigourney Weaver's facial reactions. He's so to, in love like, with her, and he just doesn't know how to talk to her. <laughs> and you can tell he he's like hanging by his door every time she walks by. <laughs> yeah, even when she's sneaking by, yeah. and he's he's, like, he's oh, hosting a party. <laughs> yeah. He's hosting a party, and he still knows when she walks yeah. past. And the moment, and I she's see, trying to sneak past. Yeah. And the bit I loved is when when she's like, "Oh, I'm going on a date." And he's crushed. He's so, so devastated. Cr- but yeah. then he totally puts a positive spin and he's like, oh, well, maybe you guys could swing by yeah. later. <laughs> and she go, and her reaction is like, yeah, maybe we will swing by later. It's it's such a nice moment. Mm. Like it's, oh, mm. makes your heart sing. She's named yeah. Lewis. Lewis, yeah. Because yeah. it's this really awkward banter the whole time and There's she's some- trying to avoid it. And yeah. this really nice moment. It's almost like a, a nice uh, step. Into them becoming the gate master, the the gatekeeper, and the, the, key, and the key and master. master. Yeah. Um, I this, love. Um, sorry, okay. I was just going to cut in about Rick uh, Moranis. So there's this story about how his career was absolutely peaking, and that it was you know all set to just keep rolling on, and then he just disappeared off the um, basically off the planet. Yeah. And it's a whole story about how that his his wife he had it was really tragic, and so his wife passed away with cancer, and he had two really young kids, and he literally just went. Sorry, my my job. Yeah, my job is to be a parent, and like ended his career. People were begging him to come and be in films, and he just went, "No, I have far more important things to do." And and yeah, and basically ended up raising these two kids. Um, I read that he was he was obviously he was the the royalty checks were coming in, so I don't think he was uncomfortably financial. But it was just this thing where he literally chose his family over his career, and just ended it. But I think he's one of those guys that even now, I think he writes a lot. He does so voices. He does so. voiceovers but, too. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. um apparently he was becoming more um he was stepping away from Hollywood anyway before all that happened. Oh, yeah. Like I think he wasn't happy with the direction Hollywood was going mm. by the sounds of it. And then that all happened, and he it was like a no brainer. Just like no, I've got to. I've got to look after my kids. Honey, I blew up the kids is pretty rough. Yeah, like, on a rewatch, it's not great. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it since it's I was. It's yeah. no Ghostbusters. Honey, I <laughs> certainly no Ghostbusters. Brilliant. Shrunk the kids is still good. Shrunk, yeah, holds up. Holds up. What's yeah. all right? What's your What's your favorite? Straight off the bat, what's your favorite Rick Moranis character? Ghostbusters. 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 Lewis. Ooh, what yeah, else is absolutely. there besides Honey, I Shrunk See, the Kids I'm, and Ghostbusters? See, I'm a Spaceballs all the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lord Duck. You yeah, went absolutely. over my helmet? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah it, never, that, that um, is pretty good. I never got into Spaceballs. Oh, really? That's all, oh, right. That's all right, Tim. It's just not my... Someone might have to select it. Mm, Maybe. You could do that if you really wanted to. Oh, he I was like... in Little Shop Horrors as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. He was he was Seymour. And really good, like... Belted out of tune. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's great. He's really he's good. Awesome. Patron saying of the podcast. I love his <laughs> character, right? Because he's such an idiot in this movie. He's obviously a smart dude. What he does, whatever his character, he's an accountant. He's an he accountant. Does very well. Has only been he's for a, four he's years. He's a though. good accountant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, I think I feel like whatever. But he's a bit of an idiot. This guy. But I love that even when he's possessed. He's still an idiot. <laughs> like, like he's like talking to the horse and shit. He's like, yeah. So I am. Do I want some coffee? <laughs> yes, have some. Yes. Always. All that when he's when the those what are the what are the dogs called the terror dogs terror dogs yeah. when they're oh. in his apartment he opens up and throws a coat on one <laughs> <laughs> and he's just talking away awkwardly like oh you you know to, oh, oh, and just jumps in the thing yeah, and you see him and he's running up to the window at that restaurant and you just see that <laughs> and he can't hear him from the outside everyone just stops and looks at him 
and then goes back to their dinner. Do you know what that reminds me of, right? The second I saw that, I was like thrown straight back to Blues Brothers. The scene where Elwood goes to the restaurant and he's looking through the window and then all of the patrons just stop and look at him. Yeah. And then they just go back to it. Straight away. Or maybe that was what it was meant to be. Absolutely. Same guys. Same guys. I like the angle they've taken of these guys aren't, superheroes they're just blue collar workers and it's really exemplified when they bring in Winston who's literally just like I'll believe what you want me to as long as it's a paycheck (laughs) like it's literally just like a blue collar work and they're just slogging it out you know like even though it's this totally fantastical amazing (laughs) I love that bit where they're at the mayor and they're all talking and he just he just pushes them all aside and he's just like the whole line and he just I've seen shit that had turned you, you white. white. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looks at him and it's like, I am white. <laughs> it's so crazy though because they are dealing with these nuclear reactors and things like that and what, what were they called? They're uh, uh, whatever. Um, the proton packs. Proton the, packs. Yeah, what does he describe them as? Unlicensed nuclear... Accelerators. Accelerators, thank you. Right, they're dealing with this machinery that is clearly like you need some next level training or qualification in to operate but they just get some random dude they're like plug this in flick that there you know like yeah you know like but it's see the, the to me i you know you always see the um epa guy is a real dick but you're like he's kind of got a point he's kind of doing his <laughs> job kinda, right yeah. yeah he's doing his job good <laughs> yeah. this guy's like he could have gone about it in a much better way though like agreed he, he had complete aggression as soon as he walked in the door yeah. it's like you're not going to yeah. get any cooperation that way i thought yeah. see i thought that was a real uh uh, that that kind of attitude that he has dates the film for me because it's like the environment guy is seen as like the bad guy, the hippie, uh, the guy yeah. that's trying to ruin what we're doing. Yeah. When mm. in fact, if that was sort of done now, like there was no EPA bad guy role in the new version. Yeah. Uh, because it, I just it's way more relevant now and people are much more conscious of it as a as a thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I thought that was a real interesting point of like, mm. he's effectively just doing his job. Sure. He's a dick. He's a dick about it. He's yeah. a dick yeah. about it, but, but, he, but actually, but he's, he's also dickless. <laughs> yes. This man has no, dick. but he's actually got a reasonable question base to be yeah. in there going, yeah. uh, we don't know anything about this. What, what the hell's going on? Cause they, they are pretty dodgy. Like if you're willing to bend the rules to walk around with a nuclear accelerator on your back, and just be like so nonchalant about it and be like, yeah, like you're doing something dodgy. Like, yeah. Doesn't, they, Winston, doesn't Winston ask him the question? It's like, are these safe? And they're like, yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. it's, it's, well there's, <laughs> this whole, there's a whole uh, like theme running through that these guys don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. They're just yeah. kind of making it up. It, as it all go. works on paper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Everything totally. works on paper. Yeah. Have we actually tested these? And because as they're going no. along, Ray, Ray, uh, Ray, and Egon are having these conversations, like, "Oh, we should try this thing to, you know, to the." We remember we talked about how to contain them. We should try and put that into place. Yeah, you know, like they. But even their first job, like when they turn one of the backpacks on, like oh, Egon, so Egon just kind of steps yeah, away they, they both back nervously. Away. <laughs> and what a gr- like, what a great piece of folly that is! Like, oh, that sound, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. and it just yeah. keeps going. Zzz. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Such a satisfying sound. Yeah. Oh. One thing that I has always slightly bugged me with this is how for me underwhelming the final battle is. Yeah. Um I felt like 
the crossing streams and then from when they when they chat about first chat about crossing streams to when they actually defeat the final boss Zul seemed a bit not well maybe rushed it seemed a bit rushed and just okay yeah we've done that cross streams oh it's all done cool we're we're done and that was it and yeah it seemed like the movie had a really long big build up for this epic thing that was about to happen and it didn't feel epic yeah Yeah. i don't know i thought the pacing was really good like it was just that bit i'm talking about like i just felt like if you think about from when they like slimer is their first big capture Mm. that's the first ghost they actually trap Mm. and so we get a whole whole sequence on that and then there's all that montage where they're just getting slammed with all these ghosts everywhere so they've gotten heaps better they're very good at what they're doing now and it's all sort of and then they all get let out and then it all sort of comes to this this final point where they're like we can't just blast it with our wands Mm. we've got to do something bigger why don't we cross the streams like because the world's screwed anyway Mm-hmm. A full particle reversal. Maybe yeah. it's like the when they cross the streams, and it's almost like that needed a bit more drama to to it, because it just felt like they were doing it, and then it's all done, I and then they you. all blow up and don't die, and then it's <laughs> you know what they should do, right? Someone should do it. In fact, I feel like I'm volunteering for this. When they cross the streams, you know the you know in Star Wars Episode One, the Darth Maul. Uh, you know, lightsaber music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do an we overdub that with that music <laughs> when they cross the streams to create some drama. Like, I you. feel like there should have been more struggle. Like, it didn't feel like crossing the streams when they actually did it was as dangerous as what it was. And maybe that's because, but that's, it, that's they just didn't know that it was gonna react like. Yeah, that. Yeah, but that's yeah. what Brad was saying about it. It's all on paper. It's all theory. Until yeah. And I can tell it. you, as an eight-year-old kid sitting in the cinemas watching this film, it was pretty dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dramatic. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I, I was. Not. Not that I needed to be convinced, but I. I just wasn't convinced by. I wasn't. Like I didn't feel like. Whoa, that was that was epic. Yeah. When that when it all came to a to an end, I, I just. W- I would have liked to have seen uh, Stay Puff go a bit more yeah you know biblical like knock some more stuff down or yeah there wasn't a lot of destruction and stay puff yeah. you see stay puff react when they start shooting at the source he's at got Zool. an unhappy face yeah he's like that's not cool and then but doesn't do anything he's just standing there yeah. going oh damn it guys don't do that <laughs> oh if i could get up there which i can i would get you <laughs> i like once it yeah. explodes and they're all covered in marshmallow except bankman he just walks out he's just like yeah hey, that's yeah i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you guys uh, play the Ghostbusters game on Atari? Did any of you guys rock the Atari? That would have been amazing. It was nah. so good. Let me give you a bit of a rundown here. <laughs> right. The first thing is that you had to like figure out which level the ghost was on the building. It's flying around and you got to like shoot the, the window it's at. Then for some reason you jump in the car and you've got to dodge ghosts on the road. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then it goes to this other scene where the ghost is flying around and you've got to bring in there's two little characters. Uh, on either side of the screen, you got to bring them in, start shooting, and like you know, if you cross the streams, then you die. And so it was great; it was so much fun, and it just constantly, 
constantly played this MIDI tune like Ghostbusters theme that for the first five minutes you're like yeah I'm right into this but after a while if you really progress through a few levels you just want to tear your ears off because it's the worst but it's like the Tetris oh, theme it was, or, the, yeah, exactly or, the, right. or the Moonwalker theme oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the Ghostbusters video game ranked against GoldenEye <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Where would, where would you put it on a GoldenEye ranking? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'd give it... Which is probably one of the most loved video games in the history of video games. Mate, I'd give it a solid 50% at least. Oh, okay. Consider... Well, it's Hari. You right. think of the times... <laughs> on a Sandema scale actually, of GoldenEye <laughs> being 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, compared to GoldenEye... No, for the times in the Atari... In fact, the Atari game, I'd give it a solid 90%. Solid 90 okay, cool. Value. All right. We might have to give it a go. But it's... You've got to remember that's, you know, to do with the time, like... No. And how video games were at the time. My, good video. My video game uh, knowledge pretty much is still around about sort of 1984. So. Ah, nice. Well, look, <laughs> I, I've already mentioned once in this show oh, don't, uh, don't. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, I feel it's relevant, I'm, unfortunately. I feel, I feel I'm quite the Ghostbuster. Did Luigi own the mansion? No, he no. was trying to save Mario, wasn't he? I think Mario so, was yeah. captured by the Boo or whatever. By the King Boo. No, no. But it was is by it Bowser. actually Luigi's Mansion? Nah, that, that he used to spend hours the, on this thing. The amount <laughs> that plumbers charge, it could quite possibly be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's like yeah. walking into the room, going, "Oh yeah, I might play <laughs> something." Oh, Al's vacuuming I'm ghosts. Vacuuming still. ghosts. <laughs> vacuuming ghosts twenty four seven. I was mad for it. You oh, were mad. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 Says Mr. Zelda over there. It's like, Zelda uh, is you and, a universe. You and your, and you and your ocarina of time. Oh my god, like, what a great game! And uh, look. Uh, pretty good yeah thanks and i've never played luigi's Mansion. see so, so you can't, can't even compare you can it it's not you can't compare um i mean i'm a golden eye kid so every time i think of zelda all i can think of is is the zelda character from drawn together oh yeah okay thinking that if the zelda link. was yeah if that that would just be him um al al pal from Die Hard was in this very, very briefly, he oh, let, I did see him. He he let the them out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah. the jail where they had all the blueprints. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had them with yeah, them. Yeah. All the no, no, they had them with them. Like, oh, because that's okay. Well, yeah, we're not going to strip search you or anything. Well, they're just in the like. Take the, you take they're just in the drunk tank, aren't they? They're just in like the. Yeah. I love how everyone's really interested in. What yeah, you yeah. So, so my theory is that Ghostbusters '84, Die Hard '88. Shared universe. Ooh. Right? I now I know Walter Peck Walter Peck essentially to make this theory work, Walter Peck gets kicked out of the EPA well, that's for, highly uh, possible. for this event uh, and goes and becomes a journalist. I wouldn't that that seems but pretty But basically plausible. Al Powell Oh you you Macho. <laughs> Al Powell uh, lets him out of jail. He's in uniform, so he's currently still on the street, still yeah. working. So somewhere between Ghostbusters and Die Hard, he shoots that kid Ooh. and goes to work his desk job. Ooh. And then, yeah. So that's my that's my theory. Shared universe. It's not very deep, I know. Oh, I like it. Hang I on. like it. But it's not very complicated either. <laughs> but who's the, isn't isn't Die Hard set in LA? Yes. So he moves from New York so he to moves LA. From, oh, yeah. He, gets, he shoots he gets the kid. Transferred because gets of transferred to LA. Oh. Mm, okay. Yep. Now so, he he's the dad in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? No. no. Is that that's Family not Matters? Family Matters. Oh, yeah. With one. Steve Urkel. Oh, okay. Who's, wow. Who's not Will Smith? Who is not Will Smith? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fooled me. <laughs> I got a real. Oh, uh, Timmy's got a red skin. 
That's the end of Tim for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real uh, Blues Brothers vibe in the street cracking scene. I don't know. It just had this like ridiculous. You know how we talked about in Blues Brothers those huge leaps of yeah, yeah, yeah. ridiculousness yeah. that worked. That made more sense once you worked out the car was magic. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But even so, like the other cars, you know, the flips. And <laughs> stuff I, thought that, I thought that looked really good. But the street scene, well, it just had this like, no, sorry, what I was thinking of is when they, right at the start of that crack, they get swallowed up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they're all dead. But it has this real like Blues Brothers vibe of they just get, they just get up again and oh, they're totally yeah. oh, dust, yeah. dust, dust off. Yeah, they've had the rocket into the just hotel. Dust, dust yeah. the bricks the off. Shoulders yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, move the, the, the bricks out the of the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like seven dollars worth of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love that in that scene. I think it's a little bit later when there's pieces of the building falling down onto the crowd and stuff. And obviously, these are big pieces of concrete, but you know you can't drop pieces of concrete on people in reality. <laughs> Uh, but you you literally see a few people get sconed by these huge pieces of obviously what a polystyrene, polystyrene. <laughs> and you know in bl- true Blues Brothers fashion just brush them off and keep running. <laughs> like, it's like you'd be dead, buddy. I think I saw Ivan Reitman in the crowd. Oh, highly possible. Point. What does yeah. he look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he blonde? He, he does looks. He, look no. he looks like a genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I imagine him to look like. Remember tomorrow. Never dies. The yes. Bond film. The main, the main henchman, the blonde guy. Nathan Pratt. Nah, no. doesn't look like. Yeah, no, that's what. Know. That's that's. He's my, a bigger. He's a. That's my. Vision. Sorry, Ivan, if you're listening. He's, he's a sort of a. Sorry, Ivan, if you're, if you're listening. listening. <laughs> sorry, obviously he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how do you? He's got a sort of a dopier look. I reckon. Oh damn. He. I'm just looking at him now. Um, Tim, just hang on a sec. I'll just. Oh, he does look a bit dopey, doesn't uh, yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry again, Ivan. Sorry, Obviously, Ivan. Sorry, Ivan. Um, that side of the room. Mm. How did this 2 2D hand-drawn lightning compared to Highlander? Which I I actually it? said to myself, this is better than Highlander. Did you? Really? But I say that for most films that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I say that. As well. <laughs> you know, though, like. For for starters, the effects can be terrible. I don't mind. Mm. Highlander's story and acting wasn't there to cover the effects, so the effects stood out. Yeah, but the sword fighting was. Yeah. Mm. That's no. included in the effects. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't. So <laughs> the only the we, didn't we realize work out the only good part of like the effects bit of Highlander was that last scene. Where um he fights was the, the lightning and was yeah and all the lightning and, and yeah. but you could still see all the wires and stuff yeah, and, and everything and is that when the big sign the billboard yeah comes yeah yeah that one yeah um, Highlander was great okay look, it was great uh, it was awesome the... still better than Fast and the Furious yeah <laughs> oh, I'll give you that one <laughs> you know what I don't know um, that's oh. the first good thing you've ever said about Highlander <laughs> that probably yeah <laughs> and the last um look I the the I thought the story was good, and the, I, as I said, the comedy held up really well. I think mm. it, that's what kept the story going nicely. I was a little, I struggle a bit with Bill Murray at the oh, start, just because of how say, creepy he is. We haven't oh, talked about so how creepy. gross and inappropriate yeah. Bill Murray is most of the way. Like, Mo- well, yeah, most of the way, and it's it, it was that first, the first time he goes, 
I can't remember her names. I can't even his characters. Dana. Dana, thank you. Dana. When Dana he first Barrett. goes to her apartment. Yeah. And then he won't so leave. Gross. And you're like, this is yeah, this really is bad. This like is I'm calling the police type like, thing. Like, mm-hmm. Dude, you're a bit rapey, man. Like, like, mm. like so yeah. gross. Yeah. And he's like, and she, she kicked me out. She thought I was a creep. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. You're a creep. Like, that's and gross. And stop, stop owning it like it's awesome. Did yeah. You know what I The thing that... One of the things that really bothers me about this is not the fact that he... Now, this is obviously the writing and not Sigourney Weaver or Dana, you know, her actual decision. But they're like, they wrote him, he's such a creep and he's so persistent. But in the end, she's like, okay, come over for a date on Thursday. And it's just like, why? 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 I'm sitting there going, no, don't, yeah, but don't see, invite him over on Thursday night. Like, this guy is a bad news. He's just... Yeah. yeah. See, the, one of the major issues with this whole issue... Is that people... The issue with the issue. So, yeah. <laughs> is that... Issueception. At the end of the day, there's a, there's a lot of women out there that it's easier just to give in than to stand your ground because <sighs> people are like dudes are just that... Fucking assholes. Yeah. Persistently gross. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that and it's... And sometimes it's just easier to just go, oh, fine. And it's also you know, 1984. Yeah. There's a high problem. possibility that this was unfortunately an 84 accepted behavior. Correct. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, but this is the actually. I was I was waiting how long to see how long we'd get to mention Sigourney. So we finally got to it. Um, uh-huh. How did they get her into this film? She coming off Alien, Aliens, and several other. No, Aliens mm, was after, after this. this yeah. Was it? It was eighty six. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Alien for a start. So she had a huge career. She must have seen something in the writing to go like to literally sit there and go, "Yep." I'm in. Yeah. This yeah. is great. This is going to be one of, and maybe not to think that this is going to be like you know one of the, the high points of my career, but to seriously sit there with with her credentials that she had and the mm. class of actress that, or actor that she is to sit there and go, yeah, you know what, I'm going to do like a, you know, a teenage boy comedy film with these SNL guys mm. that may or may not work. It was. I tell you what. I know what writing it was. It was the dollar sign with the one zero 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 after it. Do you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. No. Uh, like I maintain, this is a really well written film. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, a, I think. I think. I would think be that's happy what it to is. just sit down. I think she might have sat down and read the script and gone. And maybe there was some magic in the actual in the reading of the script and when she's just gone. Yep, I'm Plus so Plus, you've got honored. Ivan Reitman. If, and and if he Ivan would, Reitman, and exactly. He was she, making... she would have been sitting there going, if all these other guys are signed on and they've got this guy that's actually directing it, yeah, mm, they're there's, there's got to be something going on yeah. here. I don't want to miss out on this. I don't want to be mm. the Kevin Spacey not being Han Solo mm. and you know, and things yeah. like that yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, weird now. but So, weird. a uh, bonus fact about Sigourney Weaver that you might not know. <laughs> her real name is actually Susan Weaver. Susan? Susan Weaver. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver is her... Acting name, stage. Stage. stage name. Thank you. Stage. She totally stage. slays it in this film. Like yeah. I watch her all day. Like she's so good, and yeah, it's all those great. little, little facial expressions. And <laughs> also, when she gets possessed, she's just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Realistically, she's the character. only actual professional, real actor in the entire <laughs> yeah, film. That's, that's you know, that's but like the character's really strong too. She's yeah, yeah like, absolutely. She's a professional. Like she's a muso, so she's super talented. She's super smart. She's like, independent. She's independent. There's there's. Only a little bit at the end does she sort of get a bit damsel in distressy, yeah. a little bit possessed. Yeah, like after when she's she... getting pulled out of the yeah. The but shell. up until that point, she's... yeah. When I was possessed, man, I came out of it like that. Didn't need any help. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a fair bit of trauma going on. Mm. She just got turned into a dog, mm. and she slept above the covers. Four, four, four feet above, above the, the covers. <laughs> 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 
I tell you, this, the scene where she sits down. Couldn't you see where that was going to? I, I, was, like, I was setting that up for ages. So clearly signposted. Oh, man. No, I had no idea. Um, <laughs> the scene where she sits down uh, after she gets off the phone to her mother and the door is like bending. There's like the hands trying to come through the door. And then I remember. The, and then the hands coming out. Yep. Fucking traumatized me when I was a kid. I, was I, rem- like, I remember watching the uh, one of the you know how this was made things back in the, when this movie came out and yeah. it was the ma- the making of and they were <laughs> going through that like scene about how they got the uh, the eggs to fry on the on the bench yeah, that's really and the cool. chair to turn around and the hands to come out and it was. Um, uh, apparently they went and, and uh, got a hell of a lot of information off the Jim Henson studio for a lot of the the character, the, like the animal characters and the things like that. But yeah. not actually using them, but it was definitely advice from. Yeah. And um, just the chair turning around and being sucked into the kitchen and the door shutting and the door moving and everything. And so the door was made out of... Uh, like a material, uh, like it was a rubber know, like a sheet, sheet, yeah, and it was just it was literally just the props dudes on the back of it, just going, and stop making those sounds, Gary. Yeah. And they actually had to use some special material for the bench top to and then actually heat it up from underneath. Yeah, yeah. So those eggs are actually frying on the bench, like they're real eggs frying on the bench, and, yeah. And they they had to make special eggs that uh, exploded out of the I, packet. That's and, what yeah. I was wondering. I'm like, it was really cool. They make the eggs pop, you know, like I was... talk, this is the days before you know any form of CGI, that so first all egg. that stuff. The first egg, the yolk literally jumps out. It's a nice, clean jump out onto (laughs) the... And there are like... uh, There's a whole team of props guys who are are off stage, just went... (laughs) (laughs) High-fiving. Nailed it, fellas. Popping champagne. Like Like the chicken-throwing guy from Young Einstein. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Props, dude. Because I totally... Chicken! I totally know that feeling. It's like one specific moment that you've built up and you've worked ridiculously hard on this one gag. And it works once things are happening. You're yeah. just like, oh, it turns out I'm actually pretty good at my job. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's good. There was, I remember also seeing something ages ago. Um, who plays um, Egon again? Sorry, mental blank. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis was talking about how that the people, especially in New York's reaction to this film after it came out was... Like he was expecting it to sort of like people go, uh, you know, this is not great. And he says that he remembers when it first came out and like people would come up to him and go, oh, this movie's awesome. And he was really, really proud about the way that it had made people in New York feel at the time. Because I think we've spoken about it many times before. New York wasn't a nice place to live yeah. in the 80s. And it gave people this whole, apparently it, he said that it, it seemed like it gave people this whole pride in their town. That it was nice. this movie shot in there that wasn't wasn't making them look like this shithouse town that everyone lived in and, mm. and things like that. And he said that yeah, it, it was made him feel really good that people were actually coming up and they were really proud about it. And they loved the film and they loved the fact that it painted New York properly and... And yeah, it was it was kind of you know that was an yeah, interesting cool. part to you don't get to see you know that sort of thing, but it also meant that you know he was just a normal dude that would just walk around and you know speak to normal people mm. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Uh, I got quite a lot of love for the sequel as well. Not not many people do like people don't see it as a it's all right sequel, but like, I only watch no, it about once a year. It's no first one. It's only a once a year. <laughs> it's a yeah, once fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, remember, it's not the first one, but no, no. It's not. All I remember is that they're in the Statue of Liberty. And the Statue of Liberty walks walking around and the painting from the, from the hate. Uh, that's right, Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. I remember seeing the second one. It's been a long time. I remember, it, like the couch scene from the first one where the hands come through the couch. I remember like the the pink ooze coming out of the bathtub. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. As a kid, 
being pretty scared of the tap. <laughs> like, you know, if I was a kid having a bath, I'd be no ner- nervous about that tap after that. Yeah, it kind of All right. freaked me out a little bit. So we brought up the second one. Mm-hmm. What about the most recent one? I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. I... And I think I spoke about it earlier. It seems like it was just a Hollywood... For me, without seeing it, I, so I, I can't say... But it seems like it was just a, oh, hang on, we need to do something and we need to get a Ghostbusters out and it's got to have all women. Look, I think it's, for the most part, I think it's great. Like, I yeah. I don't I don't rate the back half, the sort of the third act. It just gets a bit, like, because digital mess. Ghostbusters yeah. 3 had been thrown around for ages. Yeah. And there was all these stories about we're not going to do it unless we get the entire cast back. Yeah. And, and so many people were like, oh, I don't see, know. See, this is what's worrying me about Bill and Ted 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a really similar scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I, the, the, four, the four Ghostbusters, like all that setting up stuff, all the opening, the setting up of the world, it's great. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the internet needs to pull its head in, basically, because no. it's super funny. I stuff. haven't seen it, so I don't. I don't the issue is... I don't necessarily agree that it should have been done. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. All right. It wasn't. Is it a necessary. remake or is it a is it a third one? No, it's no, not it's, a third one. It's no. completely independent. No, it's yeah. completely okay. independent. Right. The, the issue I had with it was, it was every, all four of them were the Bill Murray character to me. Yeah. And they were just like there was too much of it. Whereas if there was only one, then it would. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. See, I, I felt think... oversaturated with just trying to be funny the whole time and it just mm. started to annoy me after a while. See, I think they blurred the characters a lot more. It yeah. wasn't... They weren't... You mis- weren't like, oh, this is the this is the real nerd. This well, is the were... Egon. This is the Venkman. Yeah. Like, like they were. You could still pin them down. You're like, Kate McLennan was clearly... Not Kate McLennan. Kate McKinnon. Mm. Uh, Kate McLennan's an Australian producer and talent. Of um, course. You confused that. Kate McKinnon, uh, XSNL. She's clearly the Egon, mm. but she's a way, way more like wackier yeah. version, right? Um, Melissa McCarthy's the Ray, and then Kirsten Wiig's supposed to See, be the the Bankman. Yeah, I don't like her. See, so I've got I'm, so much time. Yeah, Kirsten Wiig. Awesome. I'm not a fan of her at all. Huh? Yeah, no. she's really funny. Right? Well, you're wrong. It's fine. <laughs> but no. It's fine, you're but you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> um, no, I think she's great. I, yeah, I just felt there was too much of it. Like, I if if uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the the good thing about the '84 one was characters were funny when it didn't feel like they were trying to be funny. Sure. Like, Egon mm. came forced. up with some funny stuff. Oh, my God. That just kind of seemed nerdy and whatever, but <laughs> it just came across really well. We So, for the first time, Tim and I started watching this film together before I had to go do stuff. Oh, yeah. And I was like... For some reason, I was very conscious of how much I was physically laughing out loud. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I, I laughed at that bit. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was I really conscious of it for some reason. I don't know why, but... I lose it every time when Egon's talking with Janine and she's like, I like to read a lot. What do, what do you do? <laughs> and he comes straight and he's like, I collect mold, spores and fungus. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks off. I'm just like, oh, yeah. so good. But like there wasn't, like he didn't need to It was to toned do down a lot more. Yeah. yeah. And I just, mm. like I, it felt more natural, whereas I think maybe the newer one felt really forced in the comedy. Not for all of it, but just for a lot of areas to I, the point where I feel like that's a different style of comedy. Like, yeah, comedy has sort of shifted. 
you to know this what? sort of it's, short attention span kind it's, of comedy. It's, the whole, it's Family Guy style comedy. That's what it is. It's well, it, hard it, and stupid and fast. In it your felt face. like um, the the movie Bridesmaids, which I have a lot of time for. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love it. But that's, see, that's that's felt, the thing of that. That's the movie why I don't like. Um, so, but it was that kind Christmas of it was great. it was that kind of comedy set up in a Ghostbusters setting yeah. for me. That's how mm. that's that's a type of sure. And I felt it worked really well in Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. But not so well in Ghostbusters. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard Chris Hemsworth's pretty good in it. He's oh, very he's, funny. Yeah, awesome. He's good. Yeah. 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 All right. Good character. What um, was it? All right. Getting back to the original. Yeah. What was it you were going to. I started talking about something earlier. And Al, you had something you were going to talk about. I can't remember. I'll what tell was you. It? I'll tell you. Are we getting on in time? We're probably getting on in yeah. time a bit. In yeah. fact, we. Well, you know what, guys? Well, we are getting on in time a bit. Look, if that's the case, Ooh. then I suggest, just a suggestion, a suggestion, we get on to my favourite segment. Wow, what which, is it? Which is podcasting, podcasting a wider net. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jules, I'm going to join in next time. You should, man. I will. Hey, I tell you what, guys, we are getting on in time a bit. <laughs> so. No, we're not doing it again. <laughs> uh, so, I got three this week. Ooh, because uh, I found some crackers. Uh, one is called "Your Fave is Problematic," uh, and these guys, right. okay. <laughs> they, right. these. Uh-huh. Yeah, so these folks take a well-loved film and tear it down a bit. So oh. this one I was listening to was a lot on how gross and inappropriate Pete Bankman is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was really enjoying it, sounding really good. So check that one out. Your fave is problematic. Mm. Uh, this one I got oh, well into. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's Ooh. called Tech Stuff. Oh, jeez. Right? Oh, nice. And so the, the other episodes are a bit out of my wheelhouse. Uh, but this one was on the tech of Ghostbusters and they got, you know how they have, you'll definitely know this fellas, uh, you know how they have the auto manuals um, for all sorts of different sci-fi vehicles now? Like oh, you yeah, can yeah, get yeah, a, yeah. You, you can get a Millennium Falcon. Falcon yeah, yeah. And, what's yeah, the and brand? The, um, the Like a Haynes or a Gregory's or yeah. something like that, yeah. I got um, no idea what you're talking about. Really? So no. you know the actual repair manual. So you go to like you go to oh, sorry, auto- you go to Repco and you buy the actual repair manual. Yeah. It's like a my Haynes brain, or a Gregory. When you put the two words manual. auto manual together, my brain just turned <laughs> it into something completely different. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there's one of them for the for Ecto One, mm-hmm. and they got the author of that in, and he just goes on and talks about the tech and how they wrote this book because. One of the things we talked about earlier was the, was the beauty of you don't underst- you don't need to understand how any of this to. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they try they they walk this line of like explaining how it works without sort of giving too much away, yeah. and it was really interesting. Like the the reality of wearing a particle accelerator, which is basically like it's jobs that the Hadron Collider does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like, and that's not exactly able to be worn on your back. No, mm-hmm. not really. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a, that was really interesting. I'm like well into that podcast, and and I was just nerding the bejesus out of it. Uh, it also comes from the the prop making background that I have of dudes trying to replicate proton packs. It's on my wish list. Mm. This seems like back. as uh, and look, I'm I'm guilty of it because I still reckon one of my best Halloween costumes ever. I actually got on the way to the Halloween party, which <laughs> so I literally bought a sheet, cut it in half, and bought a black texter and drew a ghost face on the front of my sheet. <laughs> it's still one of my favourite Halloween costumes. But this seems like if you're going to dress up in a, as a, like a Halloween party, there's either two ways you can do it: completely and utterly half-assed, 
and shit. Or, Way over the top. Or, or over the top. attention to detail. There's no in-between on this. Yeah. You, can't ha- you can't just do it. It's either I spent zero time putting this together or I'm spent- literally wearing a vacuum on my back with a grey suit sort of thing. <laughs> See, so I would have mistaken get- you for Luigi. And everyone would have gone, cool. <laughs> that's, I lo- three. that's three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. three. Uh, that's uh. it. You can either get people that will go, I love your lack of detail on this. Yeah. Or then you sit there and you go, dude, you Amazing. need to get I'm out setting up the yeah. GameCube when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping out some Luigi. I'll, I'll be mean, up until like four in the morning. I mean, you were right, Al. <laughs> <laughs> or you in the, in the dude, background just... <laughs> Uh, and so the last one, Jules. Earlier, you were talking about how uh, Slimer was oh, yeah. modeled, ah, John Belushi. modeled on John Belushi. Now, this is this is a regular uh, podcast I listen to. It's called Creature Geek. And if you go to episode thirty-three, they have uh, a guy called Steve Johnson on, uh, who sculpted Slimer right. originally, uh, and did all the a lot of the the onset effects work for Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, was he a puppet? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he was he was very he was very oh, no, he was puppets. mechanical, wasn't he? Some there were some mechanical ones. There were some that like sat on a guy's shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'm using my hands to show everyone in the room, but uh, sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were different versions depending on what he had to do. You mm-hmm. know, there was one where he had to float down the hall. There was one where he was drinking the wine and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, but Steve Johnson has written a book about his work, but the narrative that he writes is spectacular. Like, it's so engrossing, engaging, both of those things. Mm. Uh, and so, Good. in this, in, in episode 33 of Creature Geek, he reads out a chapter, and it's about him being totally messed up on coke, late at night, in the workshop, <laughs> working on Slimer, and John Belushi's ghost visits him. And inspires him to do it. It's a phenomenal piece wow. of writing, and listening to him read it is great. I totally recommend checking it out. It's called Creature Geek, episode thirty-three. Amazing. Uh, and that concludes podcasting a wider net yeah. for this yeah. week. Fantastic, gentlemen. Wow. <laughs> if good. I had a scarf no. on, I would throw it over my shoulder <laughs> and say, "That's the end of that chapter." <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Well. Uh, I say we probably get into rating the it, film. Guys, we are moving on in time. We have we established that. Yeah. We like um, this one. Brad, this was your choice, so I think you need to start us off on your rating, please, and thank you. Look, it's not going to be my highest rated film, but um, I'm going to give it 200. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, my, that's not my highest rated film. Um, it's it's probably one of my it's well it's obviously because the amount I watch it it's it's in my top five yeah um and it would probably be sitting uh, you know it'd probably depending on the day change between one or two so this is there top top two wow I love this film and so and I, and I will watch it five six seven eight times a year for the rest of my life nice wow. whether my son likes it or not <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, dad you know he's not going to yeah I know probably not he'll love the new one I'm you gonna know, go, what you know what time it is just <laughs> Just to annoy him, I'm going to go find the French version of it <laughs> and make him watch that. Just because uh, he can speak French better than me. It's a, it's a, it's one one forty for me. One forty. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's it's got its foibles and that's fine. But yeah, it's it's a ripper. It's a ball terror. This one. Yeah, cool. Um, I would watch Bill and Ted's over this quite easily, but I'd give it seventy. Nice. Yeah. See, I'm in a similar ballpark. Actually, I'd, I'm. I find Bill and Ted's better than this. Uh, so for me, it's 
Probably 88. Yeah, 88. Nice. Very good. That's straightforward. Yeah. yeah. That. Boom. No faffing about there. Not, yeah. not until right in this moment where I'm about to, not one mention of Ray Parker Jr. No. Great song. Yeah, it's good song. It's pretty good. The I saw a song. meme the other day about... I don't, I don't that's know. the theme song. That oh, the, oh, okay. a, I think it's a theme song. I think it's an old person thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Al, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Oh, yep, you can. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. Yep. You can find us on all your favourite podcatchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple extra reviews. You should read those. They're really nice. Fantastic. Um, you can get us on Twitter. Excellent. At SDFS Pod. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, we're on Instagram. San Dimas Film. Yep. Uh, well, if you want to email us. Oh, thank you. You can send us an email. Yep. At sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Mm. Don't put it out at the start. That's just sandemusfilm <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Treat it like a normal or, or bump into us on the street. Yeah, great. And pat us on the back. <laughs> keep it. Would, maybe keep it. Like, look, if you bump into us face to face, keep it positive. Yeah, right? yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. We're, we have <laughs> we're not great with delicate, not great with negative feedback. We have yeah. delicate <laughs> egos. <laughs> Do it. Look, <laughs> troll us online. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We can we pretend are, you're nobody. We are yeah. fragile people. Fragile <laughs> people. Face to face, negative feedback just doesn't work for us. No. <laughs> we tend to melt down. Hmm. Um, well, we should get on to what we're doing next episode. Ooh. Which is technically a listener episode. Yeah, it's a listener it? request. Yeah. Well, it's not one of us. Something special. Okay, we'll call it that. Well, I was was umming and ahhing. So basically... um, It's an industry friend request. (laughs) Someone from the biz. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what it is. I just know who requested it. Yeah, so... um, the the boys over at Shaking on Nerd who seem to get a lot of mentions on our podcast. I know, right? It's so you we know, should fix that. How's that going for you, Dan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> system is flawless. Yeah, flawless, great system. Um, so the boys over at Shaking on Nerd have put a request in, um, and uh, they're also going to join us. They're going to come and visit. Yeah, they're going to oh, pop in. They're going to step into the chat. booth. We're not going to get all of them in because that's just too many people for one booth, but we'll get some of them in. So, um, we'll have to leave the door open and ride it like a bathtub. Why don't we just do it? At- <laughs> 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 you know. Sure. Um, <laughs> that was really strange. Um, so, do we? does anybody... Has anybody seen the... I haven't. I have uh, not. Oh. You wouldn't have seen it. You don't check out. That stuff. Dude, uh, you're lucky to, you're lucky to get me here. I'm glad on, you're like, on it, Doody. Thanks. No, you're welcome. <laughs> um, which is actually, there's, it's a little bit funny because uh, Doody, who's from Shaking On Nerds, first time he's seen this and he's been pestered to see it for a while. Ah, okay. Uh, so it's from 1982. It's a classic sci-fi Harrison Ford, Blade Runner. Nice. Ooh, nice. Uh, Did he specify which version? I don't believe so. Oh. Can we do okay. that? Because apparently there's like eight. I would oh. recommend the final cut sure. or the director's cut. I actually haven't seen it. I know. No, I feel weird Far about out. that. So. No, I've never seen it either. And no. I know, Brad, you have a... I, I have huge issues with this film. Okay. Really? Right? Which we will discuss well, next yeah, episode yeah. and I'll explain why. I feel like I'm going to be doing a bit of defending. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, no, no. Ooh, no. Al's um, revolver. Al's revolver, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to be... I want to have this film explained to me because... Well, let's just let's right, sleep let's on it for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but yeah, join us next episode for a big one with the Shaking On Nerd Boys. Woo! Great. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that was that, <laughs> that got some phasing happening. Yeah, it's uh, it was like harmonies. Yeah, on the booze, on the booze. <laughs> <laughs>